On today's episode of Dietitians Only, we meet Miranda Reagan of Donut Season. As the creative dietitian behind a cute line of stickers, badge reels, mugs, and more, Miranda shares her story of entrepreneurship and how her background as a dietitian fueled her creative brand. You're listening to Dietitians Only, a podcast from Dietitians On Demand, created by dietitians for dietitians. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Dietitians Only. I'm Heidi from Dietitians On Demand, and I'm here today with clinical dietitian Miranda Reagan. Miranda lives in Texas and is also known for her sassy dietitian-centric brand, Donut Season. Her cute products include collections of stickers, badge reels, mugs, apparel, and more, all geared toward dietitians and food lovers. We're excited to get to know the talented dietitian behind the brand and how it all began. Welcome, Miranda. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, we are so glad you're here today um, to talk about donut season and just life as a dietitian. So I'm excited too. Let's do it. Yeah. So you are based in Texas, right? I am. I'm just outside of Fort Worth. Okay, nice, nice. Well, tell us a little bit about, um, I don't know if you've always lived in Texas, but how you became a dietitian and kind of how you landed in the role that you're in now. Yeah. Yes, I have always been in Texas and I probably always will just because our entire family um, is here. We love it. We've lived in several different parts. Um, we've been in East Texas and Houston, and um, but we really love DFW. So um, that's where I've been ever since donut season got started um, and really since I started working as a dietitian. Um, as far as getting into the profession, um, you know, I don't have a huge like aha moment or anything super exciting. I've always been really practical in my thinking. And um, my strengths were just always in science and math. Um, and I was interested in the medical and health field in general. Um, but as I got older, uh, you know, in high school, I realized I didn't think being a doctor or a nurse um, was the right fit, anything even mildly invasive um, for other people. I just did not think that that was doable for me. Um, and I took an aptitude test in high school um, and a dietitian was one of the like suggested career paths. And so the more I looked into that and the more I realized I could learn about the science of food and, um, you know, actually get to connect with people, you know, maybe one on one and make an impact there um, that just felt right. So I went off to college, just kind of already um, set on being a dietitian. I did explore a couple other things, um, but pharmacy also was not right for me. I did not want to have to talk to insurance companies all day. Um, I shadowed a PA and um, nearly passed out. So that was a quick no. So dietitian it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> makes sense. Yes, and I, yeah, um, it was very clear when the PA like was performing like a toenail resection or something and he turned around, he's like, you need to sit down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes, I do. I need to leave. Um, but so all through um, school and internship, I really loved like the number side of things. I loved calculating tube feeds and uh, messing with the micronutrients and TPN and things like that. And so my first job was inpatient clinical. Um, and after a few months, it was becoming clear that, you know, in theory, I enjoyed learning about all that. But in actuality, maybe that wasn't the best fit for me. Um, kind of stressed me out. The environment, just I didn't enjoy the environment in the hospital. Um, I loved the education piece the most. Um, but of course, inpatient, you don't that's not a huge part of what you do one-on-one -on -one with patients um, as far as how much you spend your time there for, you know, a variety of reasons. Um, so after a few months in that position, their outpatient bariatric RD um, moved on to a different position. And we all just kind of started splicing together coverage for that. 
Um, and eventually I moved into that role because I loved the outpatient environment. I loved being able to sit down with someone and have a more relaxed conversation. Um, obviously, I love the education piece, and that's a lot of it um, in bariatrics. Um, I enjoyed leading seminars. So that was, um, I really enjoyed that position. Um, but then my second child came around and it was just the best fit for me to be at home with both of our young kids for a little while. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And then I was really at home with young children all the time. And so that during that period is when donut season started. Um, uh, but I have since gone back in a, like just a PRN capacity in a different outpatient clinic. Um, since 2021. Um, I've been there, um, but donut season has really continued to grow. Um, and now that's really what takes up the majority of my time. Um, I never would have expected that, but I have been absolutely loving it. Yes. Yeah. After being at home, you know, all day, my kids were 18 months and almost four when the pandemic started. And it was just, that's a stressful age to deal with anyways. But when you were like locked in your house, like I was, I was losing my mind. And so you know, come evening time, once they were in bed, I just, I was craving something just for me, something I could do to decompress. Um, and so I, you know, spent several years of like birthday card savings um, and got an iPad and an Apple pencil. Um, and so that's when donut season really started, um, was out of that hobby um, during the pandemic. Um, besides the business side of it, you know, what led you to to donut season, to creating these specific cute little products that you have, the badge reels, the designs that are on them. Um, you know, why did you go that route? Um, so for a few years, it had kind of been in the back of my mind just because um, I think when my sister became a speech language pathologist, I was looking for like a celebratory gift for her. Um, and it was very easy to find something cute. Uh, but when I looked around at dietitian stuff, at least back in, you know, 2019, 2020, there just wasn't a lot. There was not a huge selection. Um, and I just thought, like, it would be so cool if there was. Um, and I've always been like an idea factory. My brain is always going. And so as soon as that was kind of planted, I just, you know, in the back of my mind, that was kind of always going in especially 2019, 2020, you know, on Instagram, I had seen a lot of digital art accounts um, that I had been following. and was just really interested in learning that skill specifically. And it just kind of clicked that I could combine those. Um, and that could be a way that I could then create um, fun, cute little things. Um, and so as I learned digital hand lettering and how to draw, um, I just kind of used food and nutrition um, as my like go-to subject matter. Um, and so then it was very natural to then start exploring what kind of products I could put them on. That's awesome. So it sounds like you haven't necessarily always been an artist then. You just kind of picked that up during the pandemic too. Yes. I I think I've always enjoyed making things. I've always loved, you know, cooking and baking. Um, I love to sew and quilt and embroider, um, but I never drew. Like truly up until 2020, like it was stick figures. Like that was it. Um, because I think I just... <laughs> I grew up with some girls who were, they were just natural artists. They could sit down and draw something without a reference image and it looked beautiful. And that was never me at all. And so I just assumed that that wasn't something I could do. But um, the more I looked into it, the more I realized like that's a teachable, learnable skill. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of set my mind to do that. 
Um, but it was, it doesn't come very naturally to me. I do still work at it for sure. Well, I have to say, looking at your products, I wouldn't know that it doesn't come naturally to you. And I think it's really cool that that is something that you taught yourself as an adult. I just feel like when you get to adulthood and you have kids, you're like, my brain is full. And it's, it's pretty cool that you were able to take that and turn it into a creative outlet and, and learn something new. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. Looking back, I don't know how I had the energy to do that, honestly, during the pandemic, but um, <laughs> I'm glad that I did. And yeah, I agree. It, it, it just, yeah, it just never seemed like something that was open to me, but um, the more and more I kind of dive into it, I've, I've realized that creativity is something that like everybody has and you can um, cultivate it. You can grow it over time. So it's been really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. So the name Donut Season, um, tell us a little bit about how you came up with that name for your brand. Yes. Um, so back pre-pandemic, um, I enjoyed taking my kids to the grocery store um, when they were little. Like um, I would, you know, point things out on the shelf and we had conversations and it was, you know, just short little teachable moments. And my son was about three at the time. And it was all through winter. We were going to the grocery store and he was asking for watermelon when we go through the produce, produce section. And I kept telling him, there's no watermelon. You know, it's not in season. We have to wait. We'll get watermelon this summer. But every week, every week he was asking for watermelon. Um, so after six or eight weeks, he finally like gave up on the watermelon. But as we turn and went down the baked goods aisle, he just, he got really quiet and he was just kind of looking along the aisle. And then he turns and looks at me and he goes, mommy, can we get some powdered donuts today? They're in season. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you know, that's just so clever of him. Like, you know what? Sure. We'll, we'll get a pack. Um, couldn't argue with it. And so, you know, I told my husband and that just kind of became the running joke in our house. It's always donut season. Um, and then, you know, as I started kind of, I wanted to pick a name for my business that, um, was specific enough to food and nutrition, but was also general enough that, you know, I can kind of branch off and do what I want in other creative avenues, you know, with it, if I want in the future. Um, and so that little phrase just kind of hit me, um, because it does embody, you know, a, a lot of the things that I believe about nutrition that, you know, it should be realistic and, um, fun and enjoyable when we can make it that way. Um, and, you know, plus I, you know, I spend so much time with my kids and I, they, I feel like are hilarious. All little kids are hilarious. So <laughs> it just kind of all wrapped up into one perfect name for this thing that I was so excited about and um, ready to spend so much time on. Yeah. Oh, that is such a cute story. And I mean, how can you say no to that? Your son's right. Like powdered donuts are always in season. <laughs> yes, he has. He has a way of convincing me on a lot of things. He listens so well and then he'll turn it against you. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how they do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so your products are, is it all geared towards dietitians or like mostly dietitians, but also just general yeah, food so lovers too? It's it's a little half and half. There are lots of things that specifically say like dietitian or RD, um, especially in the beginning, it was a little more general. Like I have a few um, things that are like almost mental health based and I, I would like it to be more, um, approachable for people who are not necessarily dietitians, but maybe you're nutrition students or just, you know, foodies or, or what have you. Um, the majority of my customers are dietitians though. And so generally I have dietitians in mind, um, but I feel like everybody, not everybody, but 
I feel like everybody should like food puns. I like them, but um, I guess they do this kind of a love-hate thing um, with those. For some people, they do get a little bit uh, nerdy, but um, a lot of things do have a general. All right. So tell us a little bit about what is your process for coming up with new ideas and new content pieces for your store? Sure. So um, like I said earlier, I, I'm i very much in my head and it's just always going um, I'm a little idea factory. So for a long time, since before donut season even started, I just had a running um, list in my like notes um, of ideas, um, you know, things that I think would be cute to draw in a particular style or puns, things like that. Especially in the beginning, a lot of my designs um, started as like a common pet peeve or gripe or rant that a lot of dietitians have. Um, and you know, you you don't need that detox, things like that. Um, that's just where a lot of things started, and and still, that's a lot of what really resonates with people, just because um, that's just a common, you know, a lot of the common um, concerns and and rants that we all have. They just kind of keep coming up. But I also now take some suggestions, like a a lot of times people are like, this would be really cute, or I know you have this, but what about this offshoot of that same idea? And so I do kind of consider those some, you have to be kind of careful with those because you still do your research on how, uh, you know, appealing you think it would be. But, um, and then sometimes I, you know, if I want to get into a whole different product type, like when I wanted to make mugs. I kind of start with, you know, the size and the shape of whatever it is I would like to make and then kind of have to reverse engineer what kind of um, design would look good on that. Um, but yeah, my I don't know why, but I think my brain's second language is puns. Like any word that I come across, it's like just in the background, I'm trying to find a rhyme or a pun for it. I, I don't know why, but it's it's been really useful. And so I just jot them down and I always kind of have a backlog of things to come back to um, when I need inspiration. Oh, that's that's a great idea. That's fun. It's I'm glad there are people in the world who think like that because my brain it does not necessarily think in puns, but when I hear them, I I love them. So I really I'm glad there are people in the world like you who who write them down and turn them into cute products. <laughs> <laughs> so I have in my notes that you have stickers, badge reels, yes. mugs, apparel. Is there anything else or anything that you're thinking of adding in the future? Um, I do a few like art prints. I would like to do more like wall decor and maybe in like a bigger scale. Um, let's see what else stickers, decals, badge reels, um, keychains, buttons, magnets. Um, yes, I did have mugs. Uh, those are kind of on pause right now. Yeah. And then apparel has been pretty big too. I've enjoyed doing, um, like crew neck sweatshirts. I think, yeah, I think that's about, um, I do have a few like downloadable, um, printable kind of things, but, um, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I remember, uh, one year when I went to Fancy, a dietitian came by and took one of our pens and, you know, we're dietitians on demand and she looked at it. She didn't really know who we were, but she was like, oh, I just love anything that says dietitian on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it's hard to find stuff, you know, for sure. Like, it's not like I'm on the shelves of Target, so I don't help, you know, out in the world. But I um, that was kind of my experience growing up. Like, my name is Miranda, which is not it's not unheard of by any means, but it's not super common. And so I just always remember going to like souvenir shops and whatnot and um, you could never find Miranda on like a keychain <laughs> or anything, but you know, the rare times I did, it was just that like thing of, oh my gosh, like I feel included now and like recognized or whatever. 
Um, and so that's also kind of, you know, what I want for dietitians and what I keep in mind um, with the stuff that I put out there. Yeah, that's great. I mean, every every audience needs something like that that they can relate to. So it's awesome. <laughs> yes. Um. So is donut season your like full-time gig or are you still working clinically? Um, tell us a little bit about your your work life now. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it's always been a big priority for my family and honestly, financially, it has just made a lot of sense that I have been the primary stay at home parent. Um, you know, I do the school drop-offs and pickups. And, um, so I've been kind of constrained to school hours. Um, and so I don't work full-time. I do work PRN, um, at an outpatient bariatric clinic. Um, it's very flexible, which has been great in this season of life. Um, and it's not terribly frequent, um, which, you know, at first I was like, this might not be, you know, I might need another, a couple things to kind of supplement. But then, like I said, donut season has kind of, has really grown. Um, and so I am busy with donut season pretty much the whole time uh, my kids are at school. So it's not full time. It's an average of probably 20 hours a week. Um, and then occasionally uh, going to the clinic. Yeah. Well, 20 hours a week, I'd say that sounds like more than a side hustle. Then it's definitely like a, a business that you are running. <laughs> Yes, for sure. Yeah, that probably 2021, uh, mid 2021 was when it was like, okay, this isn't just like a couple hours in the evening. Um, that's what I had been doing, but there was just no way um, to get it all done. And so we kind of shifted things around. And, um, and so yeah, it's, it's more than a side hustle. It is for sure a part time job, at least some weeks, it is a full time job. Some weeks it is, you know, still all day and in the evening. Um, like leading up to our D day has been definitely 40 hour work weeks, but um, for most of the year, it's, it's pretty flexible, which again is um, just really great in this um, season of life that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. So when you started as a dietitian, when you were going through your internship, um, did you ever think that, that this is where you would end up? No. Um, I joke with my husband all the time too. Cause I'm like, if you had told me at 32 years old, I would be selling stickers on the internet. Um, I would have actually probably would have been really disappointed in myself because I was just always so like academic and achievement oriented. And I figured I would be a clinical dietitian and have my CNSC and be doing all of that, um, publishing things. Um, and it's just taken a totally different trajectory. Um, but I, I do feel really happy and really fulfilled in this role in, you know, totally different skills that I'm growing that I think complement the RD credential well. Obviously, right now, I'm not using a ton of my technical knowledge in donut season projects, but I would like to um, going forward, you know, do more educational materials or maybe, you know, children's books. I feel like I have kind of a doodly type style that might lend itself to um, to that audience, things like that. Never would have expected it, um, but I've tried to be very open to whatever opportunities have come up and I want to continue to do that because um, I'm really enjoying it. It's not conventional, but I'm really enjoying it. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's, you wouldn't be here if you hadn't, if you didn't have the clinical and the dietetic background. So you, you needed that. That was your stepping stone to get, get you here. And like you said, at, at 32, you still got a lot of your career ahead of you. So who knows <laughs> where it's going to go from here? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I hope that, you know, the next five years aren't super predictable. I hope that it's exciting and something new and of course, I, you know, will stay active as an RD and like to have a job um, in the clinic, but it's nice to have um, something, you know, way more creative. I think 
as dietitians, a lot of us are, you know, very left-brained and, um, and most of our jobs, most of the traditional jobs don't, um, for sure don't require a lot of creativity outside of problem solving. Um, and so it's nice to be able to explore that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice or, or nuggets of wisdom for other dietitians who are maybe either new or maybe have been in clinical for a while? Maybe people are feeling burnt out, you know, ways to kind of stay in the game, but also not not get burnt out and stay motivated. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think starting it doesn't even have to be a side hustle. I think in this day and age, a lot of times, as soon as we think of a hobby, we also think of how we're going to monetize it. Um, and while that is what mine turned into, um, and I'm very glad about that, it doesn't have to be. I think it's really helpful to just try and make time outside of work for a hobby, specifically a creative hobby, just because, um, like I said, we don't get a lot of that in our day to day. But, you know, as far as, you know, if you are wanting to explore um, a side hustle or a second business or something, I think it's important to, um, to kind of give yourself time, um, and just chip away at it, like be consistent working little by little every day. I think that's one of the biggest barriers for a lot of people is they get home from work and they're exhausted. Um, and they don't have five hours to devote to it every day, but it doesn't necessarily take that. Um, so I would say start with, you know, 30 minutes a day, um, if you can, or every other day. Um, and if there's something that you're interested in, doing, whether it's writing or drawing or content creation or anything like that. There are so many communities out there now online um, that you can join and, you know, find like-minded people just to, you know, to network with, to learn from. Um, There is so much education online now as well, which um, has been super helpful for me. And so I'd say just seeking out anything that, um, anything that could help build those skills and then chipping away at them slowly um, and just kind of being patient with yourself. Those are my biggest tips. Um, as far as if you want to pursue something creative in general, like I said, I never would have considered myself an artist or anything like that, but it is something that you can learn. I think all creative things are creativity is like a muscle and you, um, you know, you have to practice and grow it, but you definitely can. Um, and so for someone like me and like a lot of dietitians who have been through a lot of school and are very used to learning. Um, I think that's encouraging to know that um, you can learn that it's not just a you have it or you don't. And so if it sounds, you know, crazy or out there or unattainable, I would just, I would just suggest trying um, because I think you'll find that it's more um, achievable than you think. That's awesome. That's great advice. Yeah. I mean, a little bit here, a little bit there. It's just like anything. You don't start out day one with a successful anything. You got to work at it. You got to chip away at it. So that's, that makes sense. All right. Well, good. Well, I, um, I don't really have any other questions, but is there anything else you want to add? I would love for you to add on. Yes, for sure. You know, how we can find your products, um, how we can connect with you on online or social media. Yes, for sure. Um, so you can find me on Instagram, just at Donut Season. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Not terribly active there, but I am on Facebook. Um, and then the best place to shop is just directly at www.donutseason.com. Um, you can also shop through Instagram as well. Um, but those are kind of the main places that you can find me. I am always open to um, 
you know, DMs. I love discussing anything, you know, nutrition related, art related, small business, um, entrepreneurship, all of that. Um, and then if you want to get a hold of me like quickly and reliably, um, hello at donutseason.com. Um, feel free to reach out, um, especially if you have, you know, projects, collaborations in mind. I love, I love working with other dietitians. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Miranda. It was great to get to know more about you and about donut season. And I hope everybody checks out your products. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Thanks for listening to Dietitians Only, a podcast produced by Dietitians On Demand. If you need a break today, scroll over to the review section of the podcast and leave us one. Your feedback is the best way to help the podcast grow. Dietitians On Demand employs hundreds of dietitians nationwide and elevates the profession with simple yet effective practice resources like this podcast. Don't forget to stay connected with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram.